I've done was we've laid out this thing called life in the spirit. And give me my first image, please. I want you to see this. We're going to go a little deeper today around some things that you need to understand. So there's the bounce between heaven and earth. And there are people that don't live with the bounce of God. We, we're, not, we, we, we're trusting that they would come. We're trusting that they would come into the will of God. They would come into the word of God. They get understanding about the word. And then they would get into the work that God has got for them. And then they would go into the way, a different way of living. And, and with that is that you will find people that are outside of this bounce. They got no peace. So K-N-O, K-N-O-W, God, K-N-O-W, peace. No God, no peace. But then there's others that N-O, God, N-O, peace. So your life, as you look at this bounce that you work from the Word of God, your life becomes more focused into the will of God. Then you begin to experience what we call the works of God. Where the bounce of God is so intense, you find miracles everywhere. You find answers to your prayers. You find your life bouncing in everywhere, wherever you go. Come on, shout, that's me this morning. You then go into a different way of living where every day you experience God's fresh word, knowing His will every day, then going into His works where there's miracles every day, and then that is the way you travel every single day. Come on, somebody shout, that's me. So, there is a way that some people, this is just the beginning. I'm just trying to lay out what it should be. But this word, will, work, and way shouldn't happen over, over 60 years. Then you finally get the miracle at 60. The devil is a liar. That should be your everyday conversation. Come on, those lines are going to become so tight. No spreading out and waiting for six months for the breakthrough. How about the miracle every day? Come on, somebody. Where every day God begins to move in your life in a real powerful way. Come on, that's where I see you. That's where you should be. This is the will of God for your life. That every day should be a miracle day for you. Listen, even if you, even if you journey until 110 years, it's just a, it's a blink of an eye, then it's over. You can't wait 60 years for a breakthrough. And the world's taught you how to wait 20 years to pay off a bond. But you're in a place where by tomorrow this time... You can get somebody come and actually make sure that it's cancelled. Why? Because there's miracles every single day. Someone's got to work with the Holy Ghost this morning. Because God doesn't listen. God just needs a believer. God just needs a believer. And so, this is what we're working. But I want us to go a little deeper this morning and begin to understand a little bit more. So, how do I know I'm getting deeper with God? How do I know it's getting better in my life? Peace. Because of the increase of his government and what? Peace. There'll be no end. So whenever I, when, when I never had the word of God and I wasn't saved, I had no peace. When I finally got saved, some peace came into my life. And then I was in this job and I was doing my own thing. And, I was, and then God would speak to me and say, son, you know, those CDs you've got and the like, I want you to deal with me concerning my will. And God says, I know you saved, but you still got the stash of CDs. Some of you are still dealing with a stash somewhere. And you're not in the will of God. And God, oh, Holy Ghost. That came out by the Spirit of God. But when you step into the will of God, even the stash must go. Not just saved for heaven. The things that I've been involved in must go because I've gone deeper with God. When I got rid of my stash, 
I don't know why I'm saying this. When I got rid of my stash, it, peace increased. Because I go from word to will. So your, your, your peace barometer must increase. And then you work, go into the work of God. Now you're starting to find miracles. And what happens is your peace increases even more. And then you finally get into the way of God and you wake up with peace every day. Is everybody with me? <laughs> You're getting it, right? And anytime you choose not to go into the word, the will, the work, and the way of God, you lose all your peace. So we judge everything in the kingdom of God through the peace we have. So he comes to tell you that I like your hips, your lips, and your fingertips. And the peace of God says, not now, not now, not now. But you violate the peace of God and you get your life into trouble. Peace becomes the umpire for your life in the kingdom of God. That allows you not to go out of the way of God, out of the will of God, out of the word of God. That's what it, it does for you. It's called the peace of God. And so, anytime you find somebody that's not in the word... You watch how quickly their life perishes. Why? For God so loved the world that he gave what? He gave his word. That whosoever believes on the word should not perish. So anybody not in the word, their lives perish. They look, they're only 29, but they look like they're 95. Because they have to work seven jobs and blah, 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 blah. And they, they tell you how busy they are. No, no, you don't have the word. So the word gives, preserves you. It protects you. It keeps you young. That's why we can have a baby when we're 90 years old, Sarah. So the word will make sure you don't get worn out. You, you don't have a puncture. You know, you speak of the worn out tire, no punctures. Where your life is not out of balance. That's what the word does. It makes sure that your life comes into balance. We don't experience delays. And not spend more time in the workshop. Oh, I need another counseling session. Oh, I need to go and speak to the counselor again. Get some word, baby. Come on, tell them. Get some word. Because the world is perishing because they refuse the word of God. But not you. You come into the word and now the word takes you deeper. Where does the word take you? It takes you into the will of God. Then it takes you into the, the, the works of God and then into the way, the, the way with God. Amen. And so when you look at that, um, Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 7, you see the connection between the word of God and the will of God. So Hebrews 10, 7 says, um, did I say 10, 7? Hallelujah. I've got something wrong here. Is it 12, 7? Is it 17? I'm not sure. Then I said, behold, I've come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do your will of God. So you're going to find, there it is. Oh, Hebrews 10, 7. I did say that. Oh, there we go. Then I said, Behold, I've come in the volume of the book it is written of me to do your will of God. So look where we start. You get the word, which is now the volume of the book. And through the volume of the book, you say, I've come to do your will of God. So you step from the word and you step into the will of God. So that's the next phase of your development in life in the spirit. So it brings you into the will of God and some things happen in the will of God that which was permissible before is not permissible in the will of God. You're quiet this morning. But God's taking you deeper. 
So you want to go deeper with God, then the will of God becomes like my life becomes a little, you know, things become a little tighter for me. I'm not allowed to go everywhere and do anything and hang out with anybody or speak my own words and all kinds of stuff. So the, the fasting allows you to get into the will of God in a deeper way. So when you understand that, you understand that the word of God then moves you into the will of God, which is deeper with God. And I think I've made my point around that. And so I don't want to get into some of the other things, but let's get into Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17. Ephesians 4, 17. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk. So people that are not having life in the Spirit, don't know Jesus Christ, don't know the way his things are done in the Spirit. He says, I say then, therefore, to you, I testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility, the emptiness, the barrenness, the the vain, their vain imaginations in, uh, in, the, in the futility of their mind. Having their understanding darkened, they are alienated from the life of God. They alienated from the life of the Spirit because of the ignorance that is in them. But ignorance should not be in you because of the blindness of their heart. Next verse. Who being past feeling, they even got, gone past feelings of anything. They numb to the things of the Spirit. Have given themselves over to lewdness, to work all uncleanness, with greediness. That's the world. But you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard Him and have been taught by Him, as the truth is where? Is in the Word. Don't say Jesus, say the Word. The truth is in the word. And so, you should not be alienated from this life. But understand what the will of the Lord is. You should get an understanding of what God's, God's will is for your life. You should not walk around confused. It's a violation of the kingdom. So your fasting and praying time... Goes, moves you from the word and saying, I need to know the will of God. I'm not just praying, our Father, and thy kingdom come, thy will be done. I'm like, your will must be done in this earth suit as it is in heaven. And everybody said, amen. amen. You were not supposed to be wondering. You're not supposed to be, be confused in any way. And so God wants you to understand that. Let's get into my sermon this morning, and I'm running late already. Let's understand the works of God. Because now you're coming into a whole new relationship with God where every day you're going to find miracles happening for you. Financial miracles, healing in your body, peace in your mind, victory in your marriage, breakthrough over your children, peace with your boss, victory. Come on, somebody. I need somebody to begin to believe with me this morning. And so I want the word that God gave me for you this morning, it was press into the place. Press into the place. Give me my second image, please. I want to show you something. Listen, you can't speak about things spiritually and there not be a manifestation on the earth for your life. Are you with me? You are, you, you, some people are so spiritually minded, but they know earthly good. Every time you speak to them, they can't convert what they've studied in the spirit and actually make it work in the earth. 
So they act rather religious and just go and sit there and light the candle and pretend that we got it. Yes, amen, amen, Father. And then you go nowhere. And you're still broke and you're still not going anywhere. And there's still no peace in your home. And there's still no joy in your home. Because you just went amen, amen, lit the candle and pretended like everything's okay. But you know that your faith is a fake because there's no proof. That means when I get into the word of God, at some point, that word must manifest in the earth. In the earth. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God, and then the word became flesh. At some point, it must translate into my bank account. At some point, it's got to come up to the place of saying, listen, actually, this is how it works in marriage. When people come and look at you, they should see that your life is different because you're in the word of God. Your life is not like anybody else's life. You are, you, you're experiencing peace. You're experiencing breakthrough. Everybody else is nervous. They're getting nervous breakdowns. And you're saying, but the company's closing next week. You're saying, I got the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. I am in the center of my father's world and I can not go under come on somebody in fact if anything happens with me and I've stepped out on the water with the Lord and it feels like I'm sinking I have a Jesus who is a lifesaver and we can walk on water together but we are not going under because God's reputation is at stake when I said yes to the will of God he must bless me for his name's sake is anybody going to press into the kingdom of God this morning and we're going to believe that you cannot fail come on that which is born of God or cannot must overcome this world that which is born of God how can you let the devil mess with you when you are born of the spirit when you know you in the boardroom when you know you in the prayer closet when you know you are fasting when you know you've been dealing with legal tender how can you let the devil let you back off from your breakthrough let the church shout this morning we're gonna find the press into the place <sighs> Have a look at this image. I'm adding something so you can just get an understanding. If you take some notes, take some pictures, do it. There's heaven. Heaven's got the word. He's seated. We spoke about that. He's the authority, Jesus. He's the word. The witnesses in heaven is the Father, the word, and the spirit. So they're there. They're witnesses. But God needs somebody in the earth to manifest his promise. So you now understand that God is with you. So the word, how do I know God is with you? It's because you have the word with you. You with me? He told Joshua, meditate on my word and I'll be with you. No man will be able to stand before you. So God, how do you know that God is with you? I'm going to ask the question again. How do you know that God is with you? You have the word. So the word lets me know that God is with me. The word in my mouth allows you to know that this is going to work in the earth. So God needs somebody to understand the word, number one, number two, to speak it. So faith is now at work because the word's inside of me. So what I do is I go and reposition myself and say, Father, I want to know your will. So the will has got to do with self. Uh, let me get this into the scripture, just quickly. Poverty, anybody who walks in poverty, poverty is the result. It's only a fruit of broken relationships. It's the absence of shalom, peace. So anytime I can tell somebody who's living in poverty and is tolerating the spirit of poverty, you're broken in one of four places. Only one of four places. The first one is that you've got no relationship with God. That's why on the earth, the word, you've got no relationship with the word of God. So that becomes a problem for your faith, number one. Number two, 
That person is either, they don't have a relationship with God. If they say we're good with God and we have an understanding about the scriptures, then you move to the next thing. And you find out you need to go to the next place. The place, next place is self. They have no relationship with themselves. They look in the mirror and they don't like them. That's why people don't understand. Like I get up in the morning and I say, I love me. It's like, why would you say that? Because how can I love you unless I love me? You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and love your neighbor as who? As you love yourself. So if you don't love you, how can you ever going to love anybody else? I see what you don't reach out to anybody else because you don't like you. There's a broken relationship with you. No, 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 I think I'm too black. No, I'm too white. No, I'm too, my hair's too nappy. The devil is a liar. God made you just that way. He likes you. Don't go changing to try and please anybody. God loves you just the way you are. And the day you start to accept that, the brokenness inside of you goes. The low self-esteem inside of you goes. Everything about you that is not of God. The poor self-concept, the jealousy and envy of somebody else. All that stuff breaks when you understand that you need to love you. Show me somebody that's in poverty and I'll show you somebody that either doesn't have a relationship with God or doesn't like them. They go to bed with the person they don't like. I need to move on. The brokenness inside of so many people, you look at them and they're not even happy. Not happy with themselves, unhappy with the whole world. And so, so many people when they come in, they, you know, they give gears and they speak nonsense and stuff. I say, honey, you got problems with you, not with me. You need to go home and go and deal with you. I'm okay with me. I thought you'd respond and say, I'm okay with me. Come on, you try it. <laughs> try. That came out very, very like you. Some in religious said, say, I'm okay with me. Say, I'm happy with me. Now, if you have to lose some weight, then fast. And let's see what you look like after 14 days of having eaten. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, you know, you can deal with you. But let only the world put you under pressure. I heard a good shot from Aaron at the back there. Amen. You like you, Aaron. Amen. Now, watch now. When I deal with self, I now exchange my will for God's will. So my will goes and God's will is done. And that's got to do with me and myself. And so anybody that you find that is selfish is because they're not in the will of God. They only think about themselves. That's a guarantee. I can, this thing is so simple. It's so simple. It's difficult for people to walk out many of the stuff, but because you have to break from that will of yours, and you've got to allow the Holy Spirit to come on the inside of you, and you need to hand over your will, because I'm saying I'm done with my selfish life. That's where this narcissistic, generations being raised up because it's my picture it's my it's about me 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 until the, and so the holy ghost can't speak to them can't tell them where to go can't tell them the, the lord can't speak to them about his will because they're so selfish it's caught up with they don't so you know they don't give offerings they call me every single time oh, the breakthrough your breakthrough year now god did this for me and then at which point you take what god has blessed you with and return with a thanksgiving and offering i'm just asking so the work of God, let's get into that this morning, has got to do with some place in the earth. Somewhere in the earth, the works of God must manifest. It means I've gone from this 
spiritual spooky place that many people would call, that I now show you in the earth that my life actually has miracles. Something is changing in my life because of, you know, fasting or praying and, and going God's way. And so the word that the Lord gave to me this morning for that as we go into this third segment is dealing this week is to press into the place. Don't let the enemy ever lie to you and tell you there isn't a place for your gift to manifest, a church that God has got for you, a, a place where your potential can be, can be realized. Don't let the enemy ever push you off from that place. Because the enemy doesn't, it's okay you go to church, but he doesn't want to see you walking with a testimony and with an offering and saying, look what the Lord has done. But in this place, hear me today, you're going to come back to me and say, Pastor, it works, it works, it works. And I will say to you, I know, I know, I know. There is no way in this church, no way, it's not possible. Not with the kind of teaching you get, not with the kind of work that you get, that there not be a manifestation around you of the goodness of God. It's not possible. And so Luke 16, 16 says, the law and the prophets were until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God has been preached. And everyone is doing what? Did you not eat this morning? Oh, no. Okay, neither did I, but I'm preaching, right? So come now, work with me. Let's read one more time. The law and the prophets were until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God has been preached. And what is happening? Now you're going to say it louder like you're actually alive this morning. Say, and everyone is pressing into it. Come on, shout it like you're pressing into it. Shout like this morning, you need to know that we need to go somewhere with this message. And you're going to help me get there because somebody is going to get a breakthrough because they're pressing into the hymn. They're grabbing a hold of what God has got for them. Someone's going to learn how to press into the place that God has got for them. You cannot sit back anymore. You want to break from an addiction? You have to press into a new place. You want to break from what has been messing with your life, woman of God, and you have been dealing with this issue of blood for 18 years, you're going to have to learn to press through the crowd and grab a hold of what God has got for you. Someone's going to hear the word of the Lord this morning because the kingdom of God will never seek you if you don't seek the kingdom of God, if you don't press into the kingdom of God. I'm going to wake you up this morning with the word of God because somebody is saying, well, God, if you really want to bless me then bless me the Lord says I can walk right by and pretend I don't even know her. Peter then struggling in a boat uh, because unless somebody shouts uh, and say but me come uh, I also want to walk on the water with you until somebody begins to understand that you in a kingdom uh, that is not <laughs> that is not passive uh, if there's nobody in the earth uh, God will have to jump to another house uh, to find a blessing uh, the man is blind. He's sitting there and he's shouting. He says, Jesus, son of David, have mercy upon me. Jesus comes to him and says, what can I do for you? I mean, Jesus, man, can you not even see the man is blind? Jesus wants a response. The kingdom needs a response. Somebody shout amen in this church. 
Your passive lifestyle is not working for you, honey. It's not working. And that's why you're not getting anything from the kingdom. You're going to have to learn how to press. Somebody shout, I press. I press towards the mark of the high calling. There's a press. Something's going to happen in this place. I feel it. I can feel it. John chapter 9 verse 1. You need to understand that everything that God will do in the earth, there is a place. Because God made places before he made people. And if you haven't found the place, you're just a wanderer. I'm not talking about you owning a house. I'm talking about you being at the place. Shandarabo. Now as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. Somebody's hands are going up right now and saying, God, your works will be revealed through me. Come on, somebody. Jesus says this interesting statement. I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming. When no one can work. You, the, the day your eyes close, there's no more working where you're going to. You better get involved in the works of God. You better get busy with the things that God has called you to do. You need to experience the works of God in your workplace. Wherever you go, there must be works manifesting all around you. As long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. Now he's dealing with what's happening in the earth, right? When he said these things, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with clay. He took him only so far because the word will only take you so far. Then he says, then he said to him, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. So this is what you're finding out. When you're dealing with the works of God, the word, it's all there. Here's the word spoken. The will of God is that this man be healed. But now this man must go and find a place in the earth to manifest what God has spoken. Are you with me today? There must be a place you can go to. There must be a church you can bring your offering to. There must be a place where you can lift up your hands. There must be a place in the earth. Stop telling me I am the church and I'm worshiping by myself at home. Jesus is not coming back for an individual. He's coming back for the bride of Christ. He's coming for, back for his church. Is anybody going to hear the word of the Lord this morning? Some of you have never, you've heard a great word from the Lord, but you're not receiving any miracle because you are in your place and not the place God sent you. See the connection between the works of God and the place of God assigned for you in the earth. Hmm. Everything about God has got to do with a place. If I, we got time, it is just... If you think about Calvary and you think about where Jesus was born and the timing of his birth, everything had to do with a certain place. For the word of God to be released where it was, it's like, you know, God could have done it anyway. The fact that he did, he chose Israel. It was the route, the easiest route for the message to get out. 
God's wisdom. Set it up in a place. You were born to your family, but there's something about the place you were born into. That's got to do with your destiny and your purpose. Someone shout an amen. Luke 23, 33. And when they had come to the place, 33, right? 23:33. When they had come to the place called Calvary, there they crucified him. And the criminals on the one on the right hand and the left hand. So there is something about understanding when God sets you up in the kingdom of God. You've gone from the word. Jesus was in the will of God. Now this, this, this place where this thing is happening in the earth. It is, it is not, it is, it is the power to understand that they would crucify them in a certain place in Calvary. Because everybody traveling by, they would leave these people. It's the most excruciating debt you could experience. But it would be a lesson for everybody to come against the Roman government. That you would never do it again. You watch how these people are dying and everybody would walk with fear. And so nobody could miss. It's actually a place where you go through what you go through. That God actually, that what you go through actually means something for the kingdom of God. Are you with me? So when I get into the will of God, it, it's, it is, it's going to work together for my good. Because even in the midst of what I'm going through and people can see the shame, God's going to turn the shame into double honor. Oh, someone's going to hear me. Nobody could miss seeing what Jesus went through because God wanted it so. Some of you are not hearing. God wants the people to think that you're going to be single all your life. God wants the people to look at you and say, ah, nothing good can come from her. But God will allow the people to bypass her when you're in the center of his world to look at the mess you've been through. You can't pay a bill. You can't even buy yourself. Even, you, you, you can't even pay attention. But God is allowing the people to see it. Why? Because when the power of resurrection hits they can't deny that that was the word of God working in your life somebody's gonna give God a shout and a praise when you're in the center of God's will you can't stop those people they might go through what they go, might go through and you might write them off you're gonna say no 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 too soon Baba <laughs> too soon because we're coming out. Why? Because God's word, if you're in his word and his will, his word can't return void. It must accomplish after it has been purposed. So let your children go through and look like it's wayward. You say, no, no, honey, right now it looks like nothing's happening. But I'm telling you, I've spoken the word and the angels are gone to fetch you and you will serve the Lord. Amen. You are coming back to the heart of worship. You're going to be found in the temple. You're going to be magnifying the Lord. It looks like the people are saying, ah, she, she fell pregnant and now Stephanie's sitting with the baby. You ain't seen nothing yet, baby. You're writing them off too soon. You're writing my family off too soon. Come on. There's something called resurrection power. When you come into resurrection power, everything about your life changes. God ordained it that they see what you go through because when He brings you up, they can know nobody can take the credit for it. And everybody in this church shouted. They're going to see the works of God in your life. Oh, I need to move on. There's so much to preach. Yeah. I asked my wife this morning, what's a movie with Patrick Swayze and, and Demi Moore? Ghost. 
that movie, there's a part of that movie that really gets to me. I was like, what? So he's been killed. You know, I can't, you know, it's not a spoiler. If you never watched it, it's too late. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> it came out when I was, I think, 16 and a half or something like that. Anyway, so. <laughs> and so he dies and he's, he's been killed and his wife thinks the guy that she's with is actually innocent, but he killed her, the husband. But he has to get this message across. And in the spiritual realm, he's walking and he's like, and then he finds out this one guy that can actually make tons move in the natural. And he's pursuing this guy. He's like, you need to tell me how you did this thing. This guy says, get out of here. Get off here. This is my station. Blah, 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 blah. This is my, you don't come near here. He then started asking. He said, you need to show me how this thing comes. Teach me how that I can kick this thing because I need to get the message to my wife that the guy that she's with is actually the murderer. Some of you need to hear, if you're going to watch that movie again, how he pressed into something in the spirit that must manifest in the earth. That thing stuck with me. Because you are quitting too soon. You take the word and you sing songs and you leave the service without your stuff. It's going to end today in the name of Jesus. You're going to be able to move that mountain. You can't say move. You know, God, you can move a mountain. No, no, no. He said if you speak to that mountain, someone's going to hear the word of the Lord this morning. You're going to learn how to press into God. You're going to learn how to stand in your faith. You're going to learn to say, devil, take your hands off my children. Devil, take your hands off my money. Come on, somebody clap your hands this morning kick a little but kick against that thing kick against that ton let that thing begin to move and say devil not today in the name of Jesus I'm pressing into God I'm off the scriptures let me get back into the word of God Acts let you know 500 people see Jesus ascend into heaven how many people in the upper room 120 what happened to the balance? They refused to press. Not everybody, they had to wait 10 days for the Holy Spirit to fall. Not everybody is willing to press into the things of God. You better be hanging out with some people that's willing to press. Because I'm telling you, the time is coming when you're not just pressing. You're pushing out what God put in the inside of you. You better have an Elizabeth next to you that says, Honey, I just pushed out John the Baptist. It's time for you to push out Jesus. You can do this because we are all in a press. The kingdom is being preached and everybody is pressing into it. Come on, somebody. You're going to learn to how to hang out with people that have been through some stuff. You need, I don't care if I got some stretch marks, but I've been through some stuff. Is any woman in this house going to be going to believe and say, I've been through a press. And even when that thing came out, you know you've been in a press with God. There must be evidence in your life. There must be evidence in your life. This is the works of God. This is the works of God. This is the works of God. There must, otherwise your faith is a fake. And what happens is if you don't find no miracles, you stop serving God. And you chase after other gods. There must be miracles in your life. And your children are watching. This is good preaching. This is good preaching. Uh, now let me show you. Let me show you backsliding. Psalms 106 verse 9. 
So King David is relaying the story, and it's been written in Psalms 106, of how they moved with God. The miracles of God, the Red Sea, the ten plagues, the Red Sea, how people came out, gold and silver, God granted them favor. It's called the works of God. They see it. And so now they're telling the story about how God gives Moses a word. I am who I am. Tell Pharaoh that to let my people go. He then goes and says, this is the will of God. He grapples with the will of God. He finally says yes to God. He then now has to experience the works of God because they're miracles to show the power of God in a place. And they're going to travel a different way. You get it? This is where you're on. This is where you're going to. So he's relaying the story of what happened to these people on the journey. So you got, you got um, some view into their lives through the scriptures. Have a listen to this. So he's explaining. He rebuked the Red Sea also and it dried up. So he led them through the depths as through the wilderness. He saved them from the hand of him who hated them. Some of you need to understand that the world does not love you. And redeem them from the hand of the enemy. Oh, there's no enemies. You keep on living with that enemy, my friend. The waters covered their enemies. There was not one of them left. Then they believed the word. They sang his praise. Now watch, they're moving forward. They're on a journey. They're going down a certain way. They soon forgot his works, because God's down dealing with Moses and his works. They did not wait for his counsel, but lusted exceedingly in the wilderness. They wanted something outside of the will of God and tested God in the desert. And he gave them. You can press into God so much for the thing that you want. You want that job back? You can get it. You can cry so much, you can have it. They he gave them their request, but sent leanness into their soul. That means they never went forward, they went back. It's called backsliding. Because you want what you want so bad. And he sent leanness into their souls. I'm praying for you that you will understand it. I need to get into my sermon. Ruth chapter 1. Quickly. Ruth chapter 1. Then she arose. Give me Ruth chapter 1 verse 1. Give me verse 1. Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land. And a certain man of Bethlehem. Bethlehem is the house of bread. Judah went to dwell in the country of Moab. He and his wife and his two sons. The name of the man was Elimelech. And the name of his wife was Naomi. And the name of his two sons were Mylon, Shilon, Euphrates, and, and the like. And they went to the country of Moab, and they remained there. So God didn't tell him to move. God told him to. God never gave no instruction. There is a famine, but God will take care of you in a famine. He can give you water from a flinty, lock, from flinty rock. He can give you quail if you needed quail. Whatever you need, God can feed you in a wilderness place. That is a word for somebody. Then Elimelech, Naomi's husband, he died, and she was left and her two sons. And, then, and they took wives of the women of Moab, the name of one is Opa and the other one is Ruth, and, uh, and, and they dwelt there for 10 years. So 10 years, this, this man's legacy is gone. He's gone, his children's gone, his seed is gone. Why? Because he's not in the place. 
because he refused to stay in the place. Then both Milon and Shalon also died, so the woman survived her two sons and her husband. Then she arose with her daughters-in-law that she might return to the country of Moab, from the country of Moab, for she had heard in the country of Moab that the Lord had visited his people by giving them bread. What is bread? It's revelation. The reason why you're in trouble is not because you don't have any money. It's because you've got no revelation. The reason why you're looking for, 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 for another payout somewhere or a job somewhere is because God's got no, you've got no revelation. So what happens is you shift out from the place because when, when you're in a place and there's a famine with God, all you do is you repent and you ask God to send fresh rain. And God comes and blesses you and takes care of you and God will revisit us. But you must learn how to stay in the place that God has got for you. And everybody shouted a good amen. So she took them and she went back to the place. And of course, you know the story because Ruth comes into the field, gets into her purpose, finds, finds a husband, and all that goes with it because she's in the right place. Everybody say, pressing to the place. Let me keep reading, read, uh, preaching one more time. Okay. I mean, if I think about the prodigal son. The boy is in his father's house. He, he wants his inheritance and he leaves the place. And it's so foolish because you think you get your breakthrough here and then you go and you come back two years later and your life is more messed up. If you just stay in the place, there's plenty in daddy's house. He takes it as a prodigal, he goes home. And the, this is what the thing's about. He went to a different country. It means he went to the other system. You come from a country, it's called the kingdom of God, and there's plenty in daddy's house. But when you go to the other country and you go and go and mess around in the world system, you need to know the Bible says that nobody came to his aid. He had to go and eat with the pigs because nobody came to help him. I'm telling you there's help, help in the place God called you to be. I'm going to say it one more time. There's help right here. Come on, shout. There's help right here. You have never seen a cruel and a wicked world that is only in it for themselves. Why? They never gave up their self to God. How do you expect them to bless you and take care of you? Okay. Let's get into and end up with this. Before I go there, I'll give you one more. Uh, it's too much scripture. Your Holy Ghost, you're going to have to help me. Genesis 26, verse 1 to 5. I'll end up with Jacob, but watch this. There was a famine in the land because the first famine was in, that was in the days of Abraham Besides the first time it was in the days of Abraham, and Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerar. 1 to 5 says, Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Don't go to another place. Because prosperity is also a place. Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. So many people looking for the works of God, but don't understand it's connected to the place that God assigns you. Dwell in this land. Everybody shout this land. And I'll be with you and bless you. Now I'm telling you now that I'm not with you if you go your own way. I'll bless you for to you and your descendants I will give all of these lands and I will perform. There'll be your works of the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. And I'll make your descendants great. And that's verse 4 um, and, and, and the like. And so pick up verse 12 for me. Isaiah, uh, Genesis 26, 12. You got verse 12 for me? Praise the Lord. Then Isaac sowed in that land. 
and reaped in the same year a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. Somebody's come new to this church. They've been sowing seed in this land. God announced it in the prayers yesterday. Anybody who sows anything in this land, there must be a hundredfold return because you are in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. You are in the right place. Come on, somebody. It took a press for somebody to come to church this morning. But here you are in the presence of a living God. I am telling you that there is an anointing to break yokes in this place. Somebody is in the right place at the right time. Come on, believe for you now. I am standing on good soil. I am standing on holy ground. I am in the place that God has got for me and my family. I can see a turnaround. I can see a breakthrough. I'm going to see a victory. Come on, somebody in this house, shout an amen. Come on. Wednesday night. I, people come up here for prayer. And we're praying. I mean, I you know, started laying hands on people and I prayed for this one particular girl, her husband. And as everybody's leaving, she wants to leave the Lord. She says, no, he's not done with you. Just stand here, right? Just stand here. And I continue praying. And I come back and I pray for her again. And she leaves. She sends me the message the next morning. So we're in business and the business needs extra finances and the like. And I need you know, we need to find a way to supplement this business. And you gave an announcement that 24 hours, there'll be a turnaround. And I want to thank you for the word you spoke over me because I got headhunted the next day. Never applied. I start on Monday. Somebody shout, I'm in the right place. Because you're pressing into the place that God has got for you. Come on, somebody. Somebody online, say, I'm in the right place. Shout, I've been pressing into the kingdom of God. And I'm going to keep on believing God for me and my family. I've got to believe that whatever I sow here, whatever I receive here, there's got to be a hundredfold return on my business. Come on, let the devil know. You, you sowed your seed. You sowed what you need to sow. Now let God... Give you your blessing. Let a hundredfold come upon you. Let your, in, your home increase. Let your life begin to increase. Let there be a big shout from this church, man. And say, yes, I believe in this house. This is the word for you. Verse 13. The man began to prosper. And all the women said the woman began to prosper. Come on. You read with me. Say, if you're a man, you say the man began to prosper. And all the women said at the same time, and did what? Continued prospering until what? Come on, somebody, because you're in the right place this morning. I see you. I see everything about your life prospering. I see you not the man became rich. Uh, give it to me in the King James Version. Keep on. Come on. We're going to go somewhere here this morning. Because I am telling you, no one's going to stop you. Because you said, I'm not, I don't want my thing. I'm not going back to Egypt. I'm not going to long for the pots of Egypt. I'm going to press into the things of God. I'm going to press. This is a season of the presser. You're going to press into the things of God. Listen to what it says in the King. James Version, and the man waxed great. Come on, somebody shout, I'm going forward. Shout, this is my year, I'm moving forward. If you're not coming with me, honey, I'm going all by myself. But the man went forward and grew until he became what? 
That's the word of God for your 2022. Now clap your hands and bless him. Come on, somebody. Everybody online, begin to believe right now with me. Put your family name in there. Begin to believe that something good is going on right here. You're going to learn how to press into the things of God. Too much scripture here. Holy Ghost, help me clean up, clean up, clean up, clean up, clean up, clean up. I'm running out of time, not out of word. Genesis chapter 32. Let's end. Verse 22. This boy gets himself into trouble. Not really him into trouble. It was the father who got the boy into trouble. Let me explain. The father's hungry. His name is Isaac. The blessing is on this family and it's working. But this father's hungry and he asks for food. And Jacob swindles, he's the second born, he swindles the first born Esau out of his birthright. Rob. Esau couldn't fast just for 21 days. He gave away his inheritance, a bowl of lentil soup. He sells it. This boy goes, he swindles his brother out of this blessing. And now he has got to run because he says, I'm going to kill you. So Jacob has to run. But the blessing is on him. He's working for this company, his uncle Laban. And he's there for 20 years. And the Bible says, he changed his wages 10 times. Yet the blessing is on him. The word is on him. The problem is out of the will of God. He finally makes up his mind, I'm going to get into the will of God for my life. When his, when his uncle comes and says, he says, uncle, I'm leaving. He says, no, 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 no. I know the Lord has blessed me for your sake. Whoever's got the word has got the blessing. When it's on you, that company can't go down as long as you are there. Oh, let the company go down. Your department's going to stand and or restart. You know what I mean? There's just no way the blessing is on you. It maketh rich. You can't stop a man who's got the blessing on him. So this uncle doesn't tell him what's on him. I don't know how many of you are saved and don't know the blessings on you. And people have been using you all the time. And you don't realize that they, they've been they prospering because of you. And they turn out and say, oh, look, we're going to give you a new cell phone. No, no, we just give you extra 300 data. The devil is a liar. That's what they did to, to Jacob. So Jacob says, hold on. He says, I'm going to get out here because i got my baby. Joseph is born there. And he says, I need to get out. And he goes to Laban and says, please don't go. He says, no, no, no. I tell you what we do. Don't give me more money. I don't want majors anymore. I'm done with your wages. How about we have a business deal? Give me this portion only and I'll raise them up. And this will be mine. And then you know, I'll still take care of yours. But I'll still be here. But you must give me this. And so what God, what God does with him gives him a strategy. And at the end of the day, when he gets up a year later, when he realizes what's on him, He's out of the will of God. He's out of the place of God. He decides he's going home. And so his uncle's mad because he stripped him of everything. Because God will let you be in a company, start up as a sweeper, and eventually own the company because of the blessing. Why? You're the head and not the tail. Above only and not beneath. So you are not there just, you know, trying to waste your time. God is teaching you about the blessing. And what is God doing? He develops this boy. The next day he leaves. He's taking his family with him. Some of you need to realize you need to make up your mind. You're leaving that place of bondage. And he begins to move. 
This is where I want to focus on. He now needs to get back to the place. He ran, but he's got to face his brother Esau. Because now his brother is, is mad at him and he had, to, he had to run. So he comes and now he has to have this encounter with God. He's made up his mind after 20 years, I'm going to press into the things of God. I'm going to press into the blessing of God. I'm going to press, go, I, I need to go back home. I need to go and press into the things that God has got for me. Because if God could do this for me outside of His will, in a different place, how about when I get back home and I get into the thing that God has called me to do and my gift begins to manifest and the blessing of the Lord is all over me, what will, really, what will I really look like? Now watch. Genesis 32, 22. So he arose that night and took two of his wives. Remember, he's now afraid. His two female servants and his 11 sons and crossed over the ford of Jabbok. Somebody's going to make a, a switch this morning. Hallelujah. He took them, sent them over the brook and sent over what he had. Then Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Now when he saw that he did not prevail against him, he touched, look at he and him. Who are we talking about? God against man. Did you, did you, what? A man wrestling against the things of God and wrestling with God and pressing into the things of God. How serious must this man's situation have been to say, I need to get back to the place. Now when he had so, he did not prevail against him. He touched the socket of his hip and the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaks. But he said, Jacob says, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Someone's going to hear the word of the Lord this morning. You've been sitting back and saying, God, if you really want to bless me, but you've got no wrestle going on in your life. I am telling you now, listen to the power of the scripture. I need to end. I need to end. So he said to him, so then what is your name? Why would you ask him that? Because by the time he ran and left, he lied about his name. When you come back to God and you're coming back to his word, number one is that I know you made a mistake and you, you know, you tried to bribe somebody and the things failed and you, you, you and, and when you come back to God, you walk in truth. You want the blessing and you want to see the works of God? The number one thing is that you need to confess it before the Lord. You can't lie up in here. This is a spiritual realm. You want to wrestle with the things of the kingdom of God? You can't lie up here. You're going to have to speak the truth. And he said to him, what is your name? He said, Jacob. And he said, your name. Someone's going to get a name change this morning. Your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have pressed into the kingdom of God. Come on, somebody. You struggled with God and with men, and you're going to prevail. Come on. Someone's going to see a performance of God's word. You're going to prevail in your area of blessing. You're going to experience God wherever you go. You're not going to back down from the blessing of the Lord. Someone's going to receive it. You're going to begin to say, hey, the word of God prevailed over my family. The word of God prevailed over this business deal. Oh, the devil thought he had it, but I'm going to press into God. Come on. 
I need somebody to clap their hands. Give me the worship team this morning. Come on, somebody. I pray. Then Jacob asked, saying, tell me your name, I pray. And he said, why is it that you ask about my name? And he blessed him there. It's the place of blessing. It's right here, child of God. Don't let the devil rob you of your blessing. It's in this place, sir. God's going to bless you here this morning. If you can learn how to press into the things of God, you're going to find your business multiply. Come on, Jade. If you're going to press into the things of God, if you're going to say, Father, put another fresh blessing upon my head. Come on. I need God to bless me again. I need the hand of God upon my life. I am in the right place. I am standing on holy ground. This is the day that the Lord has made. My children are blessed. I am blessed in the city. I am blessed in the field. The Lord said, I must give you a word. You need to press into the things of God. The Lord said, here's a word for you. If he calls you a property mogul, press into the things of God. It's time to press. Come on. Press into the place. Press right now into this anointing. Everybody online, you got to press into this place. I don't care if I don't walk right for the rest of my life. I don't care if it doesn't look good for the world. At least I'm okay with God. I am in the right place. I am doing the right thing. I am anointed and the blessing is upon me. I might not have all my teeth, but I am blessed of the Lord. I might not walk like you want me to walk, but I am blessed of the Lord. You might not like my family name, but I am blessed of the Lord. You might not like the way I dress, but I am blessed of the Lord. You might not like the way I preach, but I am blessed of the Lord. You might not like who I associate with, but I am blessed of the Lord. You might not like this tabernacle, but we are blessed of the Lord. You might not like the worship, but I am standing on holy ground. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Don't you deny people from pressing into the things of God. Don't you stop them from becoming what God has called them to become. It's time to press. It's time to press. I press. I press. I press. I hear the word of the Lord. Press, child of God. Press. Who's pressing? Who's pressing? Let's press. Somebody needs a blessing. Come on. Come on. Don't waste. Don't waste. Come. Don't waste this moment. Don't waste this anointing. Don't waste this anointing. Don't waste it. Come on. You gotta run. You gotta run. You gotta run. You gotta run. Now in the name of Jesus. Break that thing from her. You are blessed from today. You are blessed for today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, bless them, bless them, bless them, bless them. New season, you're in the right place, you're sowing the seed, you're in the place of blessing. Receive it, receive it. In the name of Jesus, receive it, receive it. In the name, in the name, in the name, in the name. Now, now, 
Double blessing. 
cover her one. Cover her. Ten times smarter. Cover her. Woo! I'm dead coming. a seed and you plant it in the soil where it's hidden from anybody else but from today the greatness that is all in you will manifest all around you you're coming into a brand new season watch over her I break off every unholy alliance in the name of Jesus and let the power of God be seen upon your life wherever you go the greatness that's inside of this girl here's your potential mom you gave birth to greatness. Dad, put your hand here. You are preserved and you are protected. You're not for everybody. Everybody's not your cup of tea. Stop crying. Let them go. God's got you. You hear me? You are blessed. Your life will never be the same. the blessing. Receive that blessing. Receive it. Stop fighting. Just rest. 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 Carmen, where are you? You can't be sitting in the name that is above every other name. The power of God. To break every yoke of bondage. I uproot every lie and every bit of deception the enemy kept you under. You are planted in kingdom soil and your life can never be the same again. From today, in the name of Jesus, let the power of the kingdom come upon you. In the name that is above every other name. Receive the blessing of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Double blessing for your marriage, for your future. For your home, we bless you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, finances the Lord says, a blessing of the finances upon you in the name of Jesus. Azel, come, you have you stepped into a new season. glory of the Lord like a circle of fire is all around you that what comes out of your mouth will change nations I keep on hearing that people are coming to the brightness of your rising in the season things are happening for you where's your husband where's your husband where's your husband in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus that the power of your husband's catching you oh glory be to Jesus He's got you. He's got you. He's got you. Like your husband's got you. The Lord's got you. Now in the name of Jesus. Let it go for just a little bit. Now, receive the blessing. Receive the blessing. You cannot be afraid of the presence of the Lord. What are you going to do in heaven? You can't be afraid. 
You gotta press into God. The kingdom will not seek you. You must seek it. You can't sit back. Did you not get the message this morning? What don't you understand? Like it's for everybody else except for me. The devil is a liar. You're not on the outside of God's will. You're not outside of God's word. You're not outside of his works. You are part of the team. You are part of the family. You belong to him. Are you hearing me? Now lift your hands and lift it high and begin to cry out to God and say, Lord, I need you. I need you this morning more than ever. Let the fire of God come upon me. Let it burn away everything. Demonic, satanic, unrighteous, unholy, impure, wicked, unlawful, illegal, immoral. Break now in the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit will do more for you in a minute than councils will do for you for 10 years. Next cause, I must study the next cause. I must study the next cause. What about the presence of God? Is it not for you? Is it not for you? No waiting. Is it not for you? Is it not for you? Press into God right now. Close those eyes. Yeah. No more, no more, no more self-effort. Not, not even praying in tongues. Not even praying in tongues. I want you to receive. I want you to receive what God did before. Even your season of famine. Here comes new. Here comes new. Here comes new. Lord will help us. Everybody from the worship team, come down. We're not singing these songs anymore. We're singing stuff that the Spirit of God has. We don't need, we don't need that. We need people flowing in the Spirit. I don't need no music, no lights, and no smoke. The presence of God is all you need. You need to stand up here. Because everything that is demonic, satanic, unrighteous, unholy, I need the team. Don't stand over there. I said, come in the middle over here. You need ministry like everybody else. You need to be in the presence of God like everybody else. You're not here just to play skills. Bring your skills to the table. Father, in the name of Jesus, put a fresh fire upon this team right now. I break the limitation you've been living under. And I decree and declare that the kingdom of heaven has come. And that the anointing is going to break every yoke of bondage over your life right now in the name of Jesus. Everything satanic, everything demonic, everything unrighteous, everything impure, everything unholy breaks today in the name of Jesus. Or from your marriage, or from your life, every lie of the enemy in the name of Jesus breaks. Break. Break right now. Break in the name of Jesus. Broken from your life in the name of Jesus. Broken from your life in Jesus' mighty name. It's a new season with blessing and increase. It's on you, Sheldon. It's on you. In the name of Jesus. Reboko shakandalabo satandalabo. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You were anointed for a new season. And it's a new day. And everybody said, Amen and Amen.
You can't be last in the queue. Come here. Father, I pray. Every place where she's standing, that she's lost peace. Today, I break every unholy alliance. Just receive this anointing. Don't let the enemy keep you from the will of God, friend. Don't let condemnation keep you from the presence of God. And don't be the last to stand in the queue. You know what I mean? You know, I was so desperate, man. When I was born again and just like didn't know what the prayer lines are all about and laying on our hands and stuff. I mean, I used to be on every queue. They said, anybody with female problems? I said, yeah, I'm right here. My wife is a problem. <laughs> You've got to get desperate for the things of God. How can you hold back? When the waters are stirring, you've got to jump in. The blessing of the Lord is upon you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's okay when the Holy Ghost is working in people's lives. It's fine. It's okay. Just need help you. It's okay. The presence of the Lord is in this place. And we prefer this than all the songs we want to sing. <laughs> oh, in the name of Jesus, man. Break that thing from your life. In the name of Jesus. Now, just let's agree for anybody online that needs a breakthrough. Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray for everybody online right now that needs help. That wants to see the, that needs to see the work of God in their lives and in their home. I pray and ask in Jesus' name. We stretch out your hands right now to anybody that's there. Your family, your home, your life in Jesus' mighty name. That you can experience the glory of God wherever you go. That fears are breaking from your life. Low self-esteem. The jealousy. The inferiority complex broken from your life. That you may walk in the blessing of the Lord from today. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said... You know, people ask about, you know, so, you know, shouldn't we do running and having crusades and getting people saved? Do you understand we had the biggest and largest conferences for uh, uh, um, uh, crusades in Africa? How many millions of people are saved in Africa? The question you must be asking, how many people are in the will of God? Because if they're in the will of God, Africa should not look like anything like this. So don't tell me about people getting saved. I know you must be saved. You must be born again and receive the word of God. And that's your only focus. My focus and my call is for somebody to come to the will of God. You must be born again. Otherwise, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. But when you get into the kingdom of God, there is the will of God. Service is done. Lift your hands and receive the blessing of the Lord. Father, we just thank you for everybody in their giving. We thank you for the sons and daughters that are being obedient, that will respond for anybody with their breakthrough, their tithes, their offerings. I thank you, Father, for their lives. I thank you for their families. I thank you for their homes. I pray and ask in the mighty name of Jesus that you would touch, heal, deliver, set free every partner, every member, everybody that's involved in the body of Christ, everybody that's pressing into the kingdom of God, that they will experience the works of God. And everybody said a good amen and amen. You can go back up. Thank you so much.
Come on, clap your hands if the Lord has blessed you this morning. Come on, somebody, do better than that this morning. The baskets are here. You can leave them up front. Please, sow your seed. It is a seed time that you need to sow. This is, we've announced it in the heavenlies. It's a hundredfold return on this one. It's done. A hundredfold return. Whatever you sow, whatever you give in, your gift, your talent, and all that comes with it. If you come into this place of leadership, and God has asked you to plant your life here, your life will accelerate. I'm going to see you next Saturday. In fact, well, Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday. But the Lord bless you, and you can have an awesome week of fasting. This is a week you press in. And tell the Lord, I'm not leaving this fast session until you bless me. You press into the Lord, and you say, you need to take care of me and my family in a new way. Amen. So God bless you and keep you in Jesus' mighty name.